0: Cool bitch, I'm riding in a jag. Whip too dirty, got the lettuce seat stained with the cash pull up on the Ops 4 Deep. Now we got them 9 chasing the ass. Got too much product, too much drippin'. from it to Uganda. She said, What you blowin' told her bitch straight? Gancho from Bahamas rollin' down out a plot with binoculars hold up boy hold up said you really shooting but i ain't seeing the polo. i guess i said i was a nigga so i gotta show him told him i'm gonna be the illest nigga living pull extended like i told Show 'em show him youngest nigga in the game bitch that's why i gotta show al-15 with the drum tag team like andre the giant and Hulk hogan hold up choking loud pack blowing yeah this shit straight pulling Call pull up the plug need a pack of that potion cause when we get to pulling living life slow motion got too much fendi man hoke calling said she wanna sell me steady cool
1: a nigga wanna test me. Yeah, yeah. Now this ain't Mateo. You know I got Fayo. That bitch say I'm free just like I am a Fago. I'm coming through equipment. I spread it like queso. These bitches don't want it. I'm getting your kekos I call it my lawyer. Nigga know what, bitch. I'm chopping that thing. Nigga know what, bitch. I'm chopping that rain. Nigga like Mortal Kombat. I let it rain. Ayy, nigga just hus for the silence. Coming through equipment. They love how I'm rhyming. I'm coming quit like this shit Boston bombing I'm doing equipment, man these niggas they know it they really acknowledge coming through equipment I spit like I'm going just straight out of college all of these Bushmen they ball like these niggas ain't balling these niggas ain't balling they claiming they balling you know that they ain't calling these niggas they falling you know that they stalling they stalling on me nigga y'all tweaking on weed all of y'all niggas can't fuck with I'm getting that fatty, you know that I'm ready. Got cross on my chest like I am Machiavelli. Coming through equipment, I did it so ready. I'm tossing that salad, she say I love Delhi Coming through equipment, I do it like Kelly. I do it like Price. Nigga, I keep your whole check. Keep the whole chat like a Nike. I'm coming through equipment, I bust like a fight. Biting that bitch like I am my mic. Coming through equipment, I do it like Iron Man. Got that bitch fucking, I put her in a handstand. Lean boy, we up on the beat. Nigga, ain't fucking with Chopping, I'm rollin' just straight with them Ds Throw some Ds on that bitch Ayy, throw some Ds on that bitch Ayy, throw some Ds on that bitch Leave their heads turnin', leave their heads turnin' like the fucking exorcist
0: Ayy, young nigga flyer than a pelican Told the a nigga if he really wanna give it to him Like a subject and a predicate Smokin' all this gas, nigga, tell by my elegance Realest nigga up in my residence Countin' up dead motherfuckin' precedence Hold up, bear fright, call this nigga seven. Talking, told him, nigga, shut up. Told him, nigga, shut up. I'ma run up, get along, hold up. Young nigga telling about the limelight. I could tell the lime twice, cause I'm smoking on this gas, nigga. Got me high right? and I'm really high as hell, but I get it. Like, I, 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 I trip the bitch, might like, and I'm balling like Mike. I gotta go switch on a nigga if a nigga keep talking, Those bitch at a nigga like, nigga. A nigga really talkin', I send the lights up I said his main hoe, it takes like, what's up? Tell the little hoe, I'ma bust it Tell the little hoe, I'ma bust a nigga, shut up Fuck you, I'ma keep running. I'ma keep running on the pack of skunky, rollin' up, rollin' up <laughs>
2: What's up, what's up? yo 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 hey yo um so um uh, i got a little start off here uh let's see <clears throat> so um how'd you get your name little wolf
3: just to start oh. it off you feel well actually it ain't little wolf it's just wolf um, oh, okay okay uh how i got the name is uh that's actually my last name to be honest. Uh-huh. Um, ever since eighth grade is when I've been rapping. So ever since then, like I was playing sports, you know, I was, um, basketball, football and all that. So people, they just kept calling me by my last name. Like, that's what I grew up on. Uh-huh. Nobody ever called me by my first name. So I guess when I officially like, you know, declared that I was going to be a rapper, mm-hmm. like I was just like, well, shit, I can't think of anything. So let me just <laughs> choose Wolf. I mean, it was, it's a, it was something it's simple, something simple, but something different. Like, I feel that. I feel
2: that. Yeah, I have to I have to like, you know, relate to you on that. I mean, my name goes by my middle name. Nobody knows me by that middle name, you know what I mean? So I feel like for me though, like with my name, you know, like it was just like I had to go secluded, you know what I mean? Like no one had to know who I was, you know, just on some like new wave shit, you feel? Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. But uh what made you want to do rap, bro, and like not any other like kinda
3: like kind of music, you know what I mean? Like um, like you know what I mean, like that. Well to be honest, like I do do different kinds of music but mm-hmm. the primary genre is rap and I don't know what actually started that to be honest like it all star- I mean I guess I could say back in 6th grade there was this dude and um he called me out in a rap battle and uh, uh-huh. that's that's pretty much how it started rapping like it was more of a rap battle thing at first like people always felt like oh I got better bars than you better bars than you and I yeah. feel like just at that age I was lyrically talented so when it came to rap battling I, I was just Dominating people left and right, left and right, left and right. And, um, you know, at that time, I wasn't really a popular kid like that. Like, people knew me, but I wasn't really popular like that. Like, nobody was paying attention to me. But there was this popular guy at the time, and his name was Jesse, and he he set up a rap battle for me Mm -hmm. without me even knowing anything. He just yeah. came up to me last minute and was like, yo, you got this rap battle going on. I'm like, oh, shit. Well, <laughs> I mean, if that's, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, after that rap battle happened, I ended up winning it. And uh, people started to notice me. Then. Um, Almost like, on you know, some
2: like eight mile type shit. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. To be honest. <laughs> but uh, then um, my boy, uh, he, he's another artist. He's a producer as well. His name is Alejandro. Okay. Um, he makes a lot of R&B music. And uh, back then, you know, he had. I guess he was interested in what I was doing mm-hmm. and he came up to me and asked me, you know, if I, uh, if I had ever decided that I wanted to take this seriously. And I was like, well, shit, I'm just a kid, but you know, that's something I'm interested in. So yeah. he ended up, uh, he started learning how to produce, but he started doing that with the iMachine app. And, you know, I was on, I was back on the iPod, you know, I was back hell before, yeah, you know, no, that's like, just...
2: that's, that's vintage as hell.
3: <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> he had that, you know, he started making beats on that and I was just freestyling on the beats. Like people were like, Hey, he's a rapper, he's a rapper. And, um, you know, it just kind of stuck with me from there. Well, as time progressed, I started to um experiment a little more with my sound. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have I have a variety of R&B music as much as I do rap. But mm-hmm. rap is what people pay more attention to. So that's obviously what's going to be put out there more. I even have rock songs. I have, uh, you know, just different things like that, Um, you know, growing up. Growing up, I listened to a lot of rap too, so that could have been a, like a heavy influence on me. Like my dad, he uh, all he ever did was just press like West Coast rap on my mind. Like that's just what it was all the time. I grew up listening to Tupac, Too Short, N.W.A., Eazy-E, Dr. Dre, right. you know things like that. But hey. in the modern time, when I was you know getting into that, I was listening to a lot of uh, Odd Future, you know, um, Tyler the Creator, uh. Drake was a huge influence. He still is a huge influence. Mm-hmm. But uh at that time, you know, he had dropped Take Care. Nothing was the same. And, you know, those are two classics, like undeniably mm-hmm. classic albums. Oh, yeah. You know, I can't take that away. And, uh, you know, Kendrick Lamar came around that time. J. Cole, you know, The Warm Up. I remember when The Warm Up first came out. Uh, yes. You know, it's just different things like that. And that helped me, like, stay towards more of a rap scene, I guess. I
2: but, feel that. Yeah, and I can, I can definitely um Go by what you're saying is how you have different styles. I mean, you can kind of hear it in your song, Lean Style, Wolf Style. Um, You know that shit. I, I you know, I mean, I, I listened to it when I first followed you on Instagram, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what this kid has. You know what I mean? Because I'm gonna get to the next question. But I saw some beef between you and GB3, and I was like, you know, like GB3 is calling this kid out. You know what I mean? I gotta listen to what this kid's gotta say. And like, honestly, like when I heard it, like I think it was Lean Style that was the first verse, right?
3: Um, No, actually, that was my boy, Lean Boy. He's the first person. Oh, okay. oh, okay, I'm the fine. one that comes out, you know, with, a, nah, this ain't Mateo, you know, I got Fego. you know. Yeah, I mean? yeah, I was about that's... to get to that. That's when
2: I could <laughs> tell on a different, like, standpoint of this song how you had to kind of come out. Because I know, I think you just dropped this right after all that shit happened, right? Oops. Yeah, yeah or it was, so...
3: I think it was actually, like, at the same time. But, you know, uh, on that subject, you know, I'm not going to say too much about it. Just pretty much, uh, you know, as as from where I stand, I consider nothing beef. Mm-hmm. Like, when a lot of people try to confront me, try to say something about me, say, let something off their chest, I don't consider it beef. Because a lot of people, they've taken that term and they've manipulated it and they've made it to where anything, anything that happens, an altercation between anybody, an argument, it's automatically beef. Mm-hmm. And me, that's just not how I was raised. You know, a lot of people, they don't know where I'm from. uh, But I come from the West side of San Antonio and, you know, I come from the very bad side. Like Mm -hmm. I grew up around a lot of violence, a lot of guns, a lot of gangs. Like I'm, I wouldn't say I'm really about that life, but I've been around about that life and Mm -hmm. I know, I know what that life is about. And, you know, I've seen things, I've seen people die left and right. You know, it's a lot of tragedies that Mm -hmm. happened in my life, but, you know, when I moved over to the North side, you know, going to Roosevelt and all that and seeing how things functioned over there, it's like, it was a huge difference to me. Because Mm -hmm. I see that a lot of people are faking the lifestyle that they live. A -hmm. lot of people claim they're gangbanging. A lot of people claim that they're about that life, you know, quotation marks. But, (laughs) you know, as far as that, I don't take anyone seriously because I have no reason to. Until you show me that you are a threat, I have no reason to take you seriously. And where me and and George fell off was, from what I can recall, it was, you know, in the beginning, I, I have these songs in my vault. But in the mm-hmm. beginning, me and George were actually cool. We were making music. We were, you know, on some good vibes. You know, we, we have a couple of songs together, stuff like that. I don't know where the relationship took a turn music wise. But I will say that when he was trying to find himself as an artist, mm-hmm. I did give him advice. And I said, look, you can't keep using the same style over and over and over again. People are going to get tired of that. I told him, you can't continue to be low quality with your music. People mm-hmm. are going to be tired of that. People want quality that. over quantity. You may drop you may drop ten million songs, but people would rather, you know, be more appreciative of one song that was a banger than the ten million that you're dropping. And that's just facts. That's just the reality of it. And you know, me, I was trying to be a good friend, be a good fellow artist and trying to help him out. And I think that could have been the only thing that bothered him because he told me, you know, that he knows what he's doing, that he has his style, he knows what he's doing, you know, he's popping, it's whatever. So I mean for you to be an artist and not accept negativity i mean negative criticism mm-hmm. you know it's uh it's it's a bad trait to have, but that's the only thing that could have made the relationship get a downfall Absolutely. now as far as um you know anybody else I mean I have no beef with anybody else I mean people may say they have beef with me people may see they have a problem with me, but at the end of the day, I'm a good guy i you know i'm I'm generally a positive person. And mm-hmm. I care about nothing but positivity because I don't want negativity in my life. I feel that's that. pretty much how it is. So as far as there any being any beef with him, I wouldn't say he's technically beef. I'm just saying we had an issue. He wanted to put it on public display. That was him. He's a kid. He's going to do things like that. Mm-hmm. I can't expect any less of him. I feel and that. Like, that is what it is. So, yeah.
2: so do you think from where you're from on the West Side, do you think that is what influences you in your music? Or do you think society has a type of, you know, um, influence on your music rather than where you're from and you know yada 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 because you know rappers nowadays I mean there's only a handful that are truly rapping about what they got from like I mean like like August Alsina you feel like he's from New Orleans when shit was rough you know I mean he came out of that and you know he's really talking about influences that happened to him day to day so do you think what happened you know because you said you saw people die and shit do you feel like those influences are what made you today and how you are, you know, wrapping your messages or do you think that you just molded around a different type of society once you moved and that's what folded you to do music like that?
3: Um, To be honest, I would say partly of where I'm from is what made me who I am today like so seeing everybody lose their lives at a young age Mm -hmm. seeing all the violence things like that it made me want to stray away from things like that because I feel like you shouldn't live life like that I feel like you shouldn't live your life every single day on the edge like you shouldn't have to look over your shoulder everywhere you go like it's just not a healthy lifestyle and um you know I feel like getting away from that and seeing how everybody else is failing in life Mm -hmm. made me want to go harder it made me want to be on a a higher pedestal because I don't want to live like that. Yeah. And then, uh, as far as the rest of my sound, it's just something that I've kind of something that I've kind of like made myself Mm -hmm. because, you know, I've taken all the influences I have in my life. You know, when it comes to rock music, you know, I grew up listening to rock music sometimes. Like I had a, I had a phase where I was listening to nothing but rock music and, uh, you know, as a teenager, you go through all types of phases, and I, I went into that phase. You know, I was skateboarding at that phase. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> you know, at that phase, it wasn't just rock music. You know, I also, like, started to listen to drill music as well. Like, Chief Keef, there was a point in time where I literally would sit there and tell you that Chief Keith was the greatest rapper of all time, and there was nothing you could tell me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just how it was. I mean, to be honest, in my opinion, he's a legend. You know, he put on a new wave. He... uh you know, he just did what he had to do, and he, he like really developed a new sound. But straying away from that, you know, going back to rock, um, you know, I grew up to a lot of Metallica, a lot of like old bands, Metallica, Pantera. Uh, you know, you know, I just I listened to a lot of things, but the more rock music that I leaned towards was like Blink One Eighty Two, Green Day. Uh, you know, uh, this guy, you know, he wasn't he wasn't there back then, but when I did listen to him now, you know, Lil Peep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know hearing his sound it just it really like showed me that you can't be afraid to be like that different you can't be afraid to like change your style up like people will love it regardless Mm -hmm. so hearing that like hearing little things like that like it just it made me kind of like push harder for a different sound
2: yeah and i feel that little peep little peep (laughs) really brought out the like alternative kind of like hip-hop kind of feel the emo rap and i believe that's what said you know the new wave totally different from a different path on, you know, like what these old schoolers think is like old school hip hop, you know what I mean? Like the Tupac, you know, the Biggie and all that shit, how they, you know, they would flow. They had more of a sort of like, I'm going to go off on Biggie. He had more of a kind of R&B hard, like slash uh, hip hop kind of feel to his. I think he's what really set out, you know, the R&B kind of feel to a hip hop song. And, uh, you know, you just got to like how you said about Chief Keith. like you got to respect, you know, the legends and, you know, the guys who have passed away for you.
3: Yeah, not, like, honestly, I don't care what anyone tells me, but I will say, like, when people ask me, you know, spe- since we're speaking on Biggie and stuff like that, when people ask me, you know, who's the greatest of all time, I'm not going to lie to you. I would never look at you in your face and tell you that I think Tupac or Biggie are the greatest. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would never do that. Why? Because <laughs> this is an argument that I'm always going to have with everyone. And no, uh, word of I word. mean. Excuse me for like being sick though, like I'm fucking sick. <laughs> Been sick since last Thursday. So. Oh, you good, bro? Everyone's dying over here, Valley. <laughs> yeah. At yeah. Good, so you. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Speaking on that, like this will always be my argument. So um, I think to be considered one of the greatest of all time, you had to have a period where you failed. You had to have a period of where your music wasn't as great, mm-hmm. and um. You know, I feel like that's where Tupac and Biggie lagged. Like, if you really think about it, their whole career was always put in the spotlight. Like, people were always praising them no matter what. Like, it was just like, damn, they go hard, damn, they go hard, damn, they go hard. And the only reason they're legends is because they died. Exactly. That's the only reason. And when you ask me who, if people say, oh, if you don't think that Pac and Biggie were the greatest, then who was the best in the West Coast? Who was the best in the East Coast at the time? I'll tell you straight up, Dr. Dre was the hottest thing in the West Coast at that time. I feel that. Because he created a sound. He he started paving the new wave. I feel that. He started jumping into something different and saying, hey, you know what? Let me get some people onto that. He made Snoop Dogg. He made Tupac. If it wasn't for him, these people wouldn't have been around. And that's why he's so successful and rich how he is now. Because he legit made everything back then. He was the creator of all that, despite what anybody says. I feel that. I I feel
2: like I feel like he kind of like paved the way for NWA too. You know, like Easy E and all that shit. You know, Easy had his own thing going on, but I think Dr. Dre really set him out on a new kind of a new path. You know, and that's why Easy got so big. You know, and then you take you know fucking you know Ice Cube and shit. You know, I mean, it's just like (laughs) like I I feel you on that. Like Dr. Dre like really made the fucking like sound of the West Coast. That's what it was. Especially, I feel like he made Tupac really big. On fucking uh, California Love, you oh, know what yeah. I mean? If 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 you didn't have that, that type of like beat behind what he was saying, like it wasn't gonna be anything you feel. So I can
3: I, I really go with you on that one. Exactly. And then as far as East Coast, like New York shit, I will always say Nas was the hardest. Hell, yeah. <laughs> bro, <laughs> hell yes, I feel you on this shit, bro. Nas was the hardest, hands down. If you if you go back and you really just sit down and listen to a Nas album. Like it's mind blowing how lyrically talented he was. It was just absolutely mind blowing. Right. You know, as you know, Nas and you know, I have to give another person credit and that's A Z. I don't know if you know who A Z is, but he was rapping on Nas. He's the guy that features on that song Life's a Bitch with Nas. And like okay that guy, you know, if you go and you look up his album and you listen to his album, like, they sound like they could literally be writing each other's music or something. Like, Mm -hmm. they both had that type of flow, they both had that type of sick flow, and you just can't take away from that. Now, I'm not taking credit away from anybody that was there back then, because everybody was great. Snoop Mm -hmm. Dogg was great, Tupac was great, Biggie was great, you know, you had N.W.A., you know, you had a bunch of names, but at the end of the day, those are my two opinions, and I'm gonna stick by that. And... I feel like, just like I said, to be considered a greatest of all time, you have to have a downfall. So people may argue with me about the comment that I'm going to say, but Kanye West would definitely be one of the greatest of all time when he dies. Uh And that's for a fact. Why? Because he's had his downfall. People will look at him and say, hey, he's made hella great albums. He made 808 and Heartbreaks. People consider that a downfall. He made Yeezus. People consider that a downfall. But the thing is, is he failed, but he was still great like that's the type of things that people need to take account of when you know they're considering the greatest of all time. I do that. I feel that. Um
2: you know that's that's crazy how like honestly like you're literally speaking my mind on this shit. You feel and it's crazy how you know there's still people within this this like this rap game who still think like that, you know what I mean? They're not looking up to like, you know, like a little Wiz vert nowadays or a uh, a fucking Rich the Kid, you feel I mean, in my opinion, honestly, I don't know how the fuck Rich the Kid or any of them fucking made it that big. Like honestly, like I don't <laughs> get like honestly, like I, I mean like I'm not being you know, I, mean, I respect them as an artist, you know what I mean? But like I don't really respect on how their influences on society you feel because in a sense, you know, they're fucking popping Zan after Zan, you know, doing this, doing that, you know, and then all these kids are going to look up to him and be like, oh, yeah, that's fucking cool. Like, no, bro, like, that's not fucking cool. I mean, look at Pete, bro. I mean, like, I love Pete, bro, but I wish, I really wish he would have stopped. you know what I mean? Because Mm -hmm. in the end, karma's going to catch up to you if you think about it, and, you know, he just happened to fucking pop way too many, and plus, they were laced, you know? Yeah. So, that's the bad thing about it, you know? I hate (laughs) that he had to go out like that, but, you know, like, he really, I think he's what is going. He, he, I mean, you, if anyone can argue with me on this, and like, you know, you can suck my dick for it, but Little Pete literally carved hip hop now, like how it is today. Like, honestly, yeah. I don't think if we had Pete, bro. Like, honestly, like, I don't see any emotion in the song anymore. I don't see how it would have surpassed rock and roll as the number one genre. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, Little Pete brought out, the alternative rock side of hip-hop brought it into like an emo kind of feel and that brought more of those guys from over in that genre over to you know hip-hop nowadays so you know i feel like when people you know say like you know like oh that's the hottest shit ever like like yada 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 like i don't really you know believe it like like how j cole said in 1985 you know trap trap drums are the new sound now you feel like And on that fucking song, man, I'm telling you, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man, like, he, people are going to tell me wrong, but, you know, in a way, I feel like he was dissing punk and smoke perk, but in a way, I feel like he was also teaching them, like, look, you guys got to get off these stupid ass trends, like, I'm talking about being a bad influence to this society nowadays, you know, I mean, like, sooner or later, everyone's gonna say, this shit's whack, I mean, come on, like, like, look at, like, the 2000s where we had baggy pants and, like, chains that hang down to, like, your fucking ankles, bro. Like, yeah. like, they got old, you feel? And, you know, I feel like it's just influences that pave how it is today. So, if you were to make it big, say, like, you were to get a deal or, you know, go, you know, make it big independently, do you think you would have a bad influence or would you have a good influence on society and possibly you know, take your own take on changing hip hop into the way it is and always making it, you know, such a, a beautiful art?
3: Um, I feel like I would have to have a neutral standpoint in that mm-hmm. because nobody's perfect. No human being is perfect. I feel like... and, when, and when you're in the spotlight like that, there's no telling what's going to happen. For all you know, someone could try to run up on me and whoop my ass, and I'm going to just have to hold my own and start beating their ass. And then (laughs) then kids are going to have to look at that and say, hey, like, he fought that person, so why can't I? I feel that. Like some XXX Amigos
2: shit, right? Yeah.
3: So, like, generally, I want to be a positive person. I want to be a positive influence. Now, a lot of my music that I have out now, I was leaning more towards the trap new school vibe i guess mm-hmm. but uh right now i'm currently working on a project and um it's called son of sam okay, and so. uh you know uh i don't you know I, I can't really say certain <laughs> things that that took place in certain things but you know a lot of people are gonna you know interpret that i sold my soul you know what i'm saying but i feel that i feel that <laughs> uh but uh yeah, this this mixtape, it's going to be something very, very, very different. Like, um, you know, I, I could read you the track list right now, you know what I'm saying? This could be a little sneak peek for what people could be looking forward to. Mm-hmm. But uh you know, these are all the tracks. It's a uh, track one, Welcome to Hell, uh Dreams Never Come True, Sacrifices, uh Glenn Hernandez, Ronnie Story, and then there's voicemail number one, and then there's uh I sold my soul in my living room and then there's uh, a <laughs> voicemail number 2 and then 74 times 9 America's puppet 1998 to 2018 uh parentheses loss of innocence and then uh God's fallen angel and then uh, I got two bonus tracks on there but you know I don't want to reveal too much so I'll just I leave those like. off but uh yeah like just just from hearing them names you know you could tell that it's going to be something different i've showed a few uh previews to um I have a group. I have a music group, and uh, we call ourselves Young Kings Entertainment. Like that's what we do, and uh, you know, I've showed the guys, you know, all that, and you know, they're really, they're really amazed about the new sound that I have, and you know, I'm telling you, it's it's a very new sound, and um, you know, do you think you I, can... just, I just know that it's probably gonna be a more positive influence, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like it's not that much negativity, but I do have some songs that like you can relate to and i do have a lot like a lot of my music now that i'm writing now that i'm writing more um it doesn't have as much cuss words in it anymore so like you know i'm trying to make songs completely clean now like i don't want to cuss anymore stuff like that i feel like when you cuss and uh you know you say certain words it um all it is is a filler word like Mm -hmm. it's because it's because you weren't using your brain enough to fill in that blank that you had to throw a cuss word in there that you had to throw you know the n word in there you know different things like that and you know I I just, I have more talent than that I have more skill than that so for me to waste my talent and just use a filler word like it makes no sense to me so that's sure. why I'm trying to step up I'm trying to make a difference because I'm tired of I'm tired of what San Antonio has to offer to mm-hmm. be honest like a lot of people are getting recognition and they shouldn't like, no, like
2: who's who's who who do you possibly think shouldn't get recognition i <laughs> mean I mean, do you, I mean, like, just to throw him out there, do you think
3: Blake should have got as much recognition as he did? No. I don't think he should have. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to say I don't respect him because I respect him. Mm-hmm. I respect him a lot because you know what? He's achieving, he's doing things. But I feel like the sound that he made, it kind of set an example for the rest of San Antonio. So not everybody wants to sound like him. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to sound just like him and that's like nobody's gonna be different from by doing any of that another example is you know rex got bands you know like i i praise rex you know what i'm saying i'm proud of him i'm proud of him doing whatever the hell he's doing like you know he went to private club records he's gonna be working on made in tokyo 24 hours them people Mm -hmm. but like honestly he needs to like just i feel like he's accustomed to the san antonio sound and he needs to get out of that as well and I have, I'm, I'm pretty sure that he's going to change his style eventually. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, at a moment of time, he's gonna finally just snap and say, "Hey, you know what? I'm in the game. Let me change something up." And you know that's how it's gonna be. But uh, that's really how it is, man. And you know, going back to what you said about J Cole, uh, you know, dissing Smoke, Purp, and Lil Pump. You know, I'm not trying to argue with you about what you said, but I really don't believe it's a diss. I believe it's him giving advice. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's him saying, "Hey, you know what?" I'm proud of you. You made it. You're balling and stuff like that. But don't be an idiot and don't spend all your money on like things you don't need. Yeah, and
2: that's what I was kind of like <laughs> interpreting when it came to him saying, you know, like, like you, this is riding them riding trends. You know what I mean? Like, since they're riding the you know the Zan trend and all that, like you know, like all that stuff. Like it, eventually, that's gonna. That's what I was talking about. Like it's eventually gonna, you know, go MIA. Like, like when I use the reference, like the 2004 shit and all that shit. Yeah, so that's what exactly. I was kind of
3: interpreting towards that. And but when uh, you also like when you um when you said you don't understand how rich the kid or like certain people like that made it, I don't understand that either because it's like in order for you to make it nowadays, you have to sound like everyone else. you have to sound exactly like everyone else exactly. and it's it's unfortunate that it's came to that, but I don't understand either how rich the kid made it, how Migos made it, how certain people made it mm-hmm. but i will but I will say like who I personally feel deserve a lot of credit in this newer generation. Definitely top three are Drake, J. Cole, and Kendrick. Definitely Mm -hmm. top three. No one can take that away from them. I mean, Drake may have got caught up with the ghostwriting allegations or whatever, (laughs) but that doesn't matter. Like, as long as you're a great performer, as long as you are still putting it down, as long as you're still making great music, that shouldn't matter. And that's That's what,
2: you know, I feel that, you know, on a level two, like, (coughs) like I always told everybody who, like, I don't know, for some reason hates Drake, like every time drake drops a song there's gonna be no way you cannot like not like it like it's a drake song you feel exactly even if he doesn't if he even if he doesn't write the lyrics it's the way he promotes the lyrics it's the way he puts his talk on the song and like the beat you know how he meshes with the vibe you feel so like when people say like oh i fucking hate drake oh he's he's shitty you know like and then they take it back to when he stole the fucking rhymes or whatever like in the end, okay, yeah, he did do that. Like, just how like six nine, you know, had the allegations with the the thirteen year old, you know. Yeah. I mean, you can hate him as a person for that, but you can't hate him as an artist because, on God, that dude does make some pretty fucking good bangers. Like, like yeah. Gotti, bro, I didn't expect him to come out like that, honestly. And there's a lot of people who can sit here and be like, "Oh, Gotti, shit. Oh, you know, you know, Billy, shit. Oh, Gummo, shit." Okay, yeah. I mean, you might think that because you're not used to that new wave feel. Mm-hmm. And they're so accustomed to, you know, like, like I said, like the old school hip hop, those for the people who, you know, generally hate, you know, on like new music that comes out,
3: you know, like, you see, but the but the old, the people who love old school hip hop, they're also like very contradictional to themselves. Like people will sit there and say, <coughs> my bad again, but, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, people will sit there and say, like, oh, fuck Drake, you know what I'm saying? He was using Ghostwriters, blah blah blah, and all that. But (laughs) if they're really, if they're really fans of old hip hop music, then they would feel the exact same way towards Eazy because Eazy didn't write any of his music. He had people writing it for him. He had Ice Cube writing it for him. So for people not to criticize him but to criticize Drake, it's just like it just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) But as far as Drake, Kendrick, and Cole being the top three, I feel like the people who deserve the most credit nowadays are Kanye West. He's one of those, you know, he's a very diverse artist and he made a huge fucking change when he was coming out with his music. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is definitely Chee Keefe. Like I said before, you know, Chief Keefe came out, created that new sound. Fredo Santana might have did it earlier than him. Fredo mm-hmm. Santana might have started that before him. But Chief Keefe is the one who put drill music on the map. That's he's the one who put Chicago back on the map. Then you had, uh... now I, I, I don't know, people might disagree with me on this. But Lil Uzi deserves a lot more credit than what he has. Now, Lil Uzi, he came out and he had that different sound. He had the whole yeah flow. Mm-hmm. Every, like, he had that. And nobody had ever heard that. You know, if you go back to 2015, what, what, who were the artists that were popping at the time? Dej Low, Fetty Wop, you know, like people like Kidding, people like that. That mm-hmm. was still that kind of sound that they had. But then 2016 comes around. Then you have Lil Uzi busting out this yeah flow, and people are like, What is this? Exactly. How, how are they supposed to react to that? Should they adapt to it or should they hate it? And, and that's the thing. And that's where it became very, very controversial. That's where it became like, Yo, this guy's really making changes, but people aren't going to give him enough credit for that. People okay. aren't going to be like, Oh, yeah, Lil Uzi is one of the greatest of all time. But in reality, he should be because he gave this new wave. He paved the way for this new wave. He paved the way for the new sound. And a lot of artists, rich the kid Migos, all all of these people they all owe it to little uzi and i don't care what anybody says like he is the one who started that and then earlier when you were talking about that little pete came in and changed the game i highly agree with you because <laughs> if it wasn't for pete this emo rap wouldn't exist
2: exactly that's and- what i was saying like with him like little peep no you know like, if he wasn't there i personally feel like i don't i don't know in a sense who who you know who was who but i feel like if we didn't have Peep we wouldn't have Uzi. If we didn't have Uzi, we wouldn't have Peep. You feel exactly. so Because I 'cause I don't know which like, one came first. I feel like it was Uzi I mean, first.
3: Uzi came first. Yeah, Uzi came so out in twenty sixteen.
2: I feel like Peep had a little influence on him and you know, some, you know, rock and roll type vibes on that. Oh yeah, definitely. Sure. But
3: also with Peep, like another person who really uh delivered a good amount into that uh emo rap genre would definitely be X. Oh, yeah. And, you know, X came out, he had a different sound. Like, oh, he no. had that little thrash rap going on. Look at me. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. that's something. Um, you know, I, remember when that, I remember
2: when that shit was popping off when he was in fucking jail, man. <laughs> that shit was crazy, man. Like, you know, yeah, it was at, insane. Looking at his song, you know, I mean, like, I don't even want to know what he was going through, you know, being in jail, you know, incarcerated, locked up. And, you know, you know, you don't know that your fucking song's blowing up and you're, like, pretty much, like, famous now, you know what I mean? You're like, what the fuck? Like, huh? So I feel like. Yeah. In a sense, when he came out, um, I feel like, you know, like he, it's I, I can try to I'm trying to put myself in his shoes, but like, man, if I were to get locked up and like a song, you know, blows up like crazy, like how Look at Me did, and you know, like I come out and like all my other songs behind Look at Me are, are popping off like. Uh, sipping tea in your hood, you know what I mean? Like, like
3: <laughs> that's definitely a banger. Definitely like, bro, classic. like,
2: like who, who the hell is gonna come in there and say, yo, boy, I'm sipping tea in your hood? What the fuck is up, you buttercup? Yeah, what like, the fuck, bro? And the <laughs> I don't way know. the he beat just has can... like
3: that energy, he has that fucking drive. Exactly.
2: Like he said, like you know, like I feel like X, you know, <laughs> adapted the new wave how it is today too. Because I mean, like, it, it, he, X can say some shit like that. X can say some <laughs> little gritty shit like that and get away with it because the way his music is and where the way the beat follows right behind him with the bass drop, bro. It's just like Yeah. What the definitely.
0: Fuck?
2: <laughs> like you're sitting there and then like you can't help but not like it because it's they make music to where they know there's gonna be haters, but they know the haters are gonna have to like it. Because in a sense they're gonna make it to where like honestly like his lyrics didn't get me it was the beat. Like when the beat, you know, like loaded up and then all of a sudden he started fucking like doing the emo rap screamo. I was like, holy mm-hmm. shit, this shit bangs. You know what I mean? So I could feel you with X coming out and, you know, starting a new wave and, you know, paving, like, a different sound for hip-hop. And, you know, that's that's crazy how, like I said earlier, like, you know, people can relate to you and, you know, see, like, exactly, like, what pieces of the puzzle go where. You know what I mean? Like, because other people are going to say, like, like I was, ex- like, explaining earlier, like, how, like, this, like, this kind of, like, trap sound of, like, Rich the Kid and, like, shit like that, like, is popping off more, like, I'm sorry, but, like, I looked at, a, a you know, a list of the XXL freshman list for this year, and I swear there's only, like, two good people on there, and I gotta say, like, it's Little Skies, and I've, I've been trippy red, bro, like, honestly, like, you're looking at, you know, artists on there that are like, well, how the fuck did they even make it, or they're artists, like, they're like, who who are you? You know what I mean? Like that's just how I feel for the double XL take. Like you know, I feel like Lil Sky is definitely is changing hip hop the way he's getting love, and I definitely feel like Trippy is starting to start a new trend too, um, within his musics and stuff like that.
3: Yeah, Trippy's cold. Six nines cold. Uh Black boy JB coming out with that wave. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> coming up with that thing. You know, he's just going ham with it. I feel that. Um, you know, I don't like her that much, but I have to admit it. You know, uh you know, uh, bad baby, she really setting, uh, she setting the fan base up for herself. I feel that the Gucci Flip Flop song is hard, bro. Famous Dex, you know, they need to get his ass off. You know, <laughs> <coughs> Famous Dex, you know, he he ain't even a freshman no more, man. He a goddamn senior in that. Base, oh, you
2: yeah. Know? yeah, I feel like I feel like <coughs> Dex though, with him and ASAP Rocky, really, you know. I feel like Rocky's what made that song. I don't feel like I don't feel like Dex made that song. You know what I mean? I feel like Rocky kind of saved it because personally, I'm like a big ass Rocky fan. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> dead ass, bro. Like, if you don't like Rocky, like, like fuck off. That's how, <laughs> that's how I am. Just how like how that like they,
3: <laughs> that, that, Drake Lil, that. Little baby, little baby coming out with some heat. Um, I feel that. You know, uh... he's got a song coming out with Drake. I seen that, I seen that, can't wait to hear that to be honest. Oh yeah, I saw that uh, uh, I forget who promoted it and shit, but yeah, I saw
2: that and I was like, damn that shit sounds hot, like, and it's kind of cool how Drake is kind of like adapting to the new wave too, and how he's kind of like molding with these new artists, and he's like, yeah. you know, like you know, like, I don't know if he's doing it for clout, or if he's doing it just because, you know he wants to be part of the new wave, and you know, like keep ma- like making hip hop change but, bro, I can't lie like, when he came out with Blockboy bro, and <laughs> 901 shelby drive look lot like what the fuck like, yeah drake came out hot bro and i feel like the way he is with trap you know a different thing from his sound because his sound is not trap it to yeah, no. be real if you ever if you're a real drake fan you would know from listening to take care and you know all the old shit before that like, i mean
3: if you're reading this it's too late though that was definitely more of a trap side that yeah. was made for the hood people exactly late.
2: And I feel like Drake wants to make a sound for each individual of uh, society nowadays. You know what I mean? Like he's got the he's got the stat shit. You know, everyone's gonna love "Take Care." Everyone's straight gonna up love. though,
3: straight up. I don't even want to see the fucking XXO 2018 list because <laughs> Maddox didn't make the fucking list. So I don't want to fucking hear shit from that goddamn list. Like Mad Ox should have been on that bitch. Take k too. If Take ain't on there, I don't give a fuck. I don't want to hear it. Like, yeah. yeah, what's crazy <laughs> though is
2: how his uh, take k is just yeah, he's fucked man, and like yeah, he, man, I'm not
3: gonna lie though, take hey is really on that he really on that gangster shit,
2: he really on that he oh, really got sure. that easy e flow, like no doubt. Oh, for sure. I think I think he was the new wave of old school hip hop if you believe me. I feel Definitely. like he I feel like um, what's his name YBN Namir is that his name? Yeah, Namir, whatever. And I feel like he's going to because he had the same he has the same flows as TK honestly and I feel like I, mean, he, I feel
3: like he, he just biting off TK like in my yeah. opinion he's trash. the That's hardest thing he thinking. has is
2: running off the paint
3: other than that you know I have nothing good honestly
2: <laughs> <laughs> honestly I feel that but um uh, so what could we expect from Wolf and you know the next couple of months or possibly by the end of the year To kind of like wrap this up and, you know, give viewers like, you know, an outcome of what
3: you got coming. You can expect a huge change in my music. That's one. Mm -hmm. Like I said, uh, Son of Sam is going to drop June 12th. Happens to be my birthday. You know, I just feel like it's the perfect day to drop it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you're going to expect way more appearances from my Young Kings label. So uh, in the label, I got Lean Boy G, Lil Phantom, uh, King Dream. You know what I'm saying Jay huncho the guy you know i got I got a bunch of different people on there, and uh you know we're probably gonna come through with a compilation mixtape or something you know, have something so we can introduce who we are okay. through the music and um you know, I don't know that's probably gonna be like a twenty pack to be honest, but uh, I feel that. as far as my song- as far as my project it's gonna be fourteen songs, you know what I'm saying, definitely different vibes it's gonna be on some uh some emo like rap type stuff it's gonna be on some like. You know, so I'm a little bit of trap. It's going to have a huge variety. And, you know, I think just when it comes out, a lot of people will understand better what I'm saying right now. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, more than that, I mean, I don't know. I'm still in the military. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> you know, people can still expect that. I don't know. but um, Yeah,
2: word. And, you know, thank you for that. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't, you know, accreditate people who do that. You know what I mean? Still, you know, like work hard in this game, bro. I mean, like for real, you, I mean, your army and then, you know, yeah. you're over here making music, too, that are people, you know, and surprisingly, like, you're making music that's, you know, pretty fucking good, and people are fucking with, you know what I mean? It's not like you're wasting your time, and you're just dropping shit, and it's not hitting, you know? So, yeah. I respect and, uh, you on
3: that, man. And pretty much, uh, I just have a lot of things going on behind the scenes, too, so it's just gonna surprise people, you know? I got people contacting me left and right, you know, it's just, it is what it is. I'm about to start doing more features with people so I can get my, more name out there, um... I definitely want to film a music video at some point. That's mm-hmm. for a fact. But, uh, you know, I don't know. I haven't had a lot of luck with a lot of major artists, but, uh, I think definitely I'll get there. Like I'll find someone, uh, in the vault. I guess I'll throw it out there in the vault. I got a song with Casey veggies in the vault. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, I've had a lot of downfalls with the music as well, though. You know, I was supposed to get a feature with young Simi. You know, he held me out of that. It is what it is. Uh, <laughs> You know, I had tried hitting up 6-9. We were going to work. I was down, had the guap, had the guap that hit, hit this motherfucker with it. You know what I'm saying? It was going to work, but it is what it is, you know. Okay, so you kind of, you kind of, you out there, bro. You out there. I'm, I'm trying to get out there. I'm trying that. to just, I'm trying to put my name out there. Like, I I'm, making it, I'm making it to the point to where I don't give a fuck what anybody say about me. I don't give a fuck if people don't like me. I don't give a fuck if people like me. I'm going to put myself out there and I'm going to make people like me. Like, that's just how it's going to be. I feel and, that. I respect that. I got a drive. I got the energy. You know what I'm saying? And that's just is what it is. And I hope everybody else around me is just as wants to be as successful as I am. Like, or wants to be as successful as I want to be. Like,
0: sure.
3: you know, and anybody who, you know, wants to work, anybody who wants me to support them, you know, promote them, anything like that, I'm always down for that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm always down to help people out because, at the end of the day, everyone needs help. Hell, even I need help. I'm not going to admit it, but you know what I'm saying? So, that is what it is, so that's what everybody can expect
2: after that bro, much love for the interview <laughs> um you know, uh, you know, so like you said, June twelfth you drop in the the album right now EP. yeah, uh son of John right.
3: No, son of Sam.
2: Son of Sam, there it is. Okay, I thought I don't know why you said John for some reason. <laughs> hey, that whole
3: that ho sound kind of lie though. Okay, right. I feel you.
2: I feel <laughs> you, bro. Hey, you know, what I mean, like, I'm not gonna sit here and just be like, I feel you. Like, I can, uh, I can personally, you know, I'm kind of excited to, you know, not that I've actually sat down and, you know, I actually had a, you know, conversation with you and through the podcast, you know, I, I, you know, learned how you are as a person, you know, how you are as a rapper, even, you know, because. Personally, like, you know, you can have two different vibes, you know I mean? That's why they call it a stage name for a reason, you know what I mean? At that point, you know, you're setting out a different vibe with you. So I respect that, you know, and just much love, bro, for the interview because, you know, like this is my first interview on the podcast, you know, and I'm really trying to, you know, help, you know, get a better word out for artists, you know, who are maybe like slept on or, you know, are taken from a bad way. So, you know, again, much love for that, bro.
3: Yeah, definitely.
2: All right. All right, man. You have a good one.
3: I right, appreciate if you have me on here. No problem, bro. All right, later.
2: Later, bro.